welcome to Light Treason News, everyone. Pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. I'm joined today by Charles and Chris. Penis. Oh, great. <laughs> that, We're starting wow. immediately. Okay, cool. Going straight to blue. You yeah. gave him the blue mic and now he's working blue. Yep. <laughs> I have the yellow mic, so I guess I'm just going to piss everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> great. This is microphone hanky code. <laughs> Um, I feel I need to say immediately that we are recording late for me, uh, because Charles has had an insane day. Yeah. So, um. I'm very tired and full of Red Bull. Yeah. Um, which, which is, is the ideal combination for guest hosting the show. Great and disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you guys other than being stressed and sleepy? Just very tired. Very, very tired. And, yep. Um, before we get into anything, I wanted you to, we're obviously going to get to Britney, yeah. obviously, but before that, why don't you guys talk about uh, your podcast that everybody should listen to? Our podcast is called Dirty Little Horror, but it sounds funny when Charles says it. Dirty Little Horror. See, right. it's a pun. But sounds like horror. Horror. Yeah. Sounds like horror. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get the joke. Um, and we talk, okay, well, the, the, the gist is that. The conceit is we talk about horror movies. Uh, every episode goes for about an hour and we talk about the movie for maybe 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the rest is all just tangents. Awesome. Yeah. So That's basically what my show is too. I'm like, it's about quote unquote the news, <laughs> but then we talk about literally whatever we want. Yeah. We, it is it is me talking about literally anything else and Chris trying to rein me in. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, uh, I went off. On a, like a five minute tangent the other day about jock jams. Yeah, jock jams. Yeah. I remember jock Although, jams. She's okay. excited right. too. I don't fuck. Know. Oh, because oh well, yeah. You had to be like a teenager in the United States. Yeah. Watching a lot of television. Yeah. He did to, play some for me, and it was an experience. Yeah, it's not great. No. But it but was all great. we had. <laughs> it was all we had. It was pre-internet. Yep. So it was like where we could find the hot, hot tunes <laughs> in one place. Oh, Jack Jams. In, in Charles' defense, though, uh, I also went on a tangent in the most recent episode. I got a good oh, three, four minutes of Frasier in before we even got to the movie. Okay. Do you know my story about Kelsey Grammer? Uh, I read the tweet of it today and I would need to know more. Okay. So I've told this story before on the show, but there are new listeners. So I used to be a journalist back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I forget where I was working when I wrote this article, but Kelsey Grammer very briefly got into like right wing news. Yep. And he had a website and a network. The network is what I wrote about called like the right network or mm. something like that. Oh. So I wrote a, I'll just say it, scathing article about <laughs> it. And sort of as like a funny joke, uh, I guess the right network, right network, and Kelsey Grammer picked up on the fact that I had written it, and so to like quote unquote thank me for the free publicity, they mailed me a pie, which is very funny. Okay, and like you know, good on them. Like sure. they, t- they took it on the chin, yep. you know. Um, but I did not get the package for like a week. Yeah. So I opened it and it was a completely moldy pie. So I was like, is this a threat? <laughs> And, like, also, I associate Kelsey Grammer with Sideshow Bob. Yeah. So, as sort of, like, a companion to the package, they also recorded videos and put them up on YouTube and, like, emailed them to us. Like, here's Kelsey Grammer thanking you for the free publicity. So, I get a moldy pie and I play this video and he's like, hello, Allison. (laughs) Yep, I remember that video. I was like, Sideshow Bob! (laughs) was Was this before or after he... Started gaslighting his ex-wife and treating her horribly. See, I don't know. I'm okay. not sure. I'm sure after. I'm sure that was going on for okay. a while. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but yeah, so Kelsey Grammer sent me a fucking moldy pie. So now that Frasier's coming back, mm-hmm. they're rebooting it. I'm like, I think I'm owed a writing job on that show. <laughs> yeah. I get the characters, mostly Ross and Eddie, but I get them. And I should be able to write on that, that show. That is minimum restitution for what you went Thank through. Thank you so much. Yeah. I agree. Um, Chris yeah. thinks that the Frasier reboot should be only who? only Roz, Daphne, yes, with occasional guest spots from Lilith and Sherry. That's it. I love it. That's all I, I love want. It. Everyone no else, else can take a jump. I'd write that show. What do you think that Frasier's doing now that like talk radio therapy is not a job? Do you think he's working on like an app, like talk oh, space podcast? Oh, podcast. Okay, he has a podcast. <gasps> Perfect. Of mm-hmm. course, we we oh, did four minutes of Frasier material and didn't think of a podcast <laughs> once. In a podcast. Yeah. We are fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, but that would actually kind of be a smart update to the show if they really do would. 
if they do that, I would like tip my hat. Like, <laughs> very, very modern. Uh, why were we talking about that? Uh, our podcast and how we do tangents. Oh, yeah. Yep. Wow. We, this was a live-in demonstration. Wow. wow. And also a demonstration of how I can't remember a fucking thing. Uh, yeah. So do go subscribe to Dirty Little Horror. Mm-hmm. Um, I still want to be on the show very badly. It's okay. We are saving a movie for you, I believe. Yes. Yeah. 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 Cool, cool, cool. Either The Babadook or It Follows or both. Ooh. Ooh. Those are the ones you requested. So those are the ones we have set I aside. did request. That. I love both of those. Um, okay. So while we're in the pop culture section... If you're new to Light Trees and News, here's how the show works. We talk about pop culture, then we get to bad news. But don't worry, we end with good news. So while we're still in the pop culture section, uh, a little birdie told me that you guys saw um, a little lady named Britney Spears in concert, and I want to hear everything about it. Was it was so good. It looked insane. That video you sent was bananas. That was the second night I went. Because right? oh, he went two nights in a row. I, that's... How much did you spend? A lot. A lot, yeah. yeah. Um, Chris went with me the first night with Will and Lawrence. Um, and we sat, we had decent seats. They were good. And then the second night I was for front row. Yeah, I was like, I you have to be front row. never been that close before. Dude, I was losing my mind. she dances her ass off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She looks awesome. She looks great. Yeah. Her um, back is ripped. <gasps> She's in, uh, yeah. Oh it's, I mean, her boyfriend is in crazy good shape and they like work out together. I know yeah. he's oh. bananas. Um, I love him. But like honestly, I'm just so proud of her. Uh, it was yes. it was she amazing. Was, she was it. put through it, yeah. and she bounced back, and now she's like thriving. She's she's doing really amazing. She's an excellent mom. Uh, mm-hmm. She is a pretty savvy businesswoman. Doesn't sure. like like I know people made fun of her back in the day because she said that dumb thing about George W. Bush, and we always have to support our president. But like she was a child. She was 18. Um, yeah, and like. Since then, like, she doesn't say dumb shit. She just, like, does her thing, Mm -hmm. is, like, in a happy relationship, is a good mom, Mm -hmm. and she's not, like, tweeting bad takes or anything. No one stays in their lane more than Britney Spears. She is the most in-lane stayer across pop culture, I think. Mm Yeah, yeah, which is impressive because you know she's doing a ton of interviews and people are trying to get her to say dumb shit. There was, um, when, during the election, there was a photo of her that she tweeted of her in Vegas with Hillary Clinton and uh, she, the caption under it says something about blah, 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 Team Hillary. And then very quickly, it seemed like someone took it down. Oh. Reposted the photo, okay. but took away the endorsement. Okay. So it seems like she tweeted it, and then her team was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we were going to slow that down. Right. Still post the photo, but no endorsements. Hmm. Um, That's so, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that also doesn't surprise me that she would be. But know, it like, was amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was living my gay homosexual life. And the second night that I was there was the night that Andy Cohen came on stage uh, because during her song Freak Show, there is, she usually takes one out of the audience. Most of the time, from what I understand, it is either one of the dancer's friends who are there or if there happens to be a celebrity. Um, and the second night, it was Andy Cohen. Uh, and he, she, did, she had no idea who that man was. She didn't know who Andy Cohen was? Nope. You could tell that she kind of recognized him because, like, normally she'd be like, because people who have done it in the past are like Kathy Griffin. And she'd be like, give it up for Kathy Griffin. Yeah. And uh, on Tuesday night, she was like, you guys know who this is? Give it up for him. That's (laughs) so funny. And then, do you think Andy was like, (gasps) I'll show you the video later. He is living his life. But then he also said something today on his radio show about it. And he goes, I don't expect her to know who I am. I don't expect (laughs) anyone to know who I am. I I would have been surprised if I was Andy Cohen. I'm like, you don't know who I am. Like, um, um, like the gay network. (laughs) You don't know who I am. I'm certain that in the moment and for like an hour afterwards, he was miffed. Yeah. But he's had like a day to be like, sure. No, I'm so humble. I wouldn't even (laughs) know what. I'm not mad. Doesn't even phase me. Okay, Andy. Um, Amazing. And then you got to pose with her. I, I got to meet. And you talked to her a little bit, right? I got a meet and greet. Yep. Cool. And I uh, also got a backstage tour of Radio City, which was insane. Yeah. Like, the, like, they do backstage tours at other venues as well, but the fact that it was Radio City mm. yeah. was awesome. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know that, if you've heard of it. <laughs> it's kind of a big deal for venues. It's pretty cool. Uh, but the first night that we were there with Chris, um, our friend Liza was sitting a little ways away from us, and she was right behind Trevor Noah. Interesting. People have started to turn mm-hmm. on Trevor mm-hmm. Noah. Yes, they have. But uh, he was at Britney Spears with two very pretty ladies. Oh, good for him. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, very 
fun. Anything else you wanted to talk about from Brittany Knight? Um, plural. I uh, we got into a fight the first night. Oh my god, what happened? I just saw you guys like talking about a white woman. Um, go into it. well, your fight. Oh yeah, and it's it's my fight, and it's a big deal for me because I'm not a I'm not a fighter. I'm too cowardly. No, to that's what was so weird to me because like. You guys are both very chill. So I was like, what happened? Mm, uh, I think you're chill. Not when it comes to someone screaming at me at a Britney Spears concert. That's oh, true. that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I mean, in terms of someone would have to scream at you yeah. in order for you to like get mad. Yeah. Which yeah. is which is what happened. So uh, there was this woman behind us who had a real can I talk to the manager voice. And <laughs> her singing was just piercing through, like coming over Britney. Like oh, she was singing no, so no. much, but it's fine. It's a concert. What am I going to do? Yeah, I'm not going to sure. be an asshole. Yeah. I'm um, just like, all right, let it go. It's annoying, but whatever. But then at one point I'd leaned over to my husband, Will, to mm-hmm. whisper something in his ear. Between songs, by the way. Yeah. And then suddenly from behind us, there's like her voice appears in our earballs, like right between us going, in you two can get a hotel room after the show. I can't see when you do that. <gasps> and... What? Again, I'm a coward, so all I could muster at that point was like the slow head tilt, like the Stewie Griffin style. Yeah. Like, like, what? The fuck? And when we made <laughs> eye contact, she was like, <laughs> I love you guys, but I can't see. Get a hotel room. <gasps> and so then I said, I'll do you a deal. I'll give you space to see if you stop singing so fucking loudly. <laughs> and she lost her lost mind. It. Lost it. She, oh my God. Whoa. She just, her mind blew out of her head because then she just leapt in. She just screamed, uh, variations on fuck off and you fucking moron over and over and over and over and over again. Whoa. So I'm very maturely flung the bird over my shoulder because sure. I'm, you know, yeah. mature. Yeah. Um, and that she went up an octave. <gasps> and that at that point, Charles turned around and was like, hey. Very, very un-Charles-like. So un-Charles-like. He was like, hey, hey, let's just enjoy the show. Let's just enjoy the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she screamed at him a bit as well. <laughs> but Charles was like, no, just enjoy the show. And it kind of dimmed down a little bit for maybe – Five minutes. Oh my god! And then I'm having anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> and then Brittany launched into uh, "If You Seek Amy," and then the woman fired up again. Like "If You Seek Amy," gave her life. She was ready to go yeah, again. Yeah. So she was like, uh, "What an appropriate song!" Which I don't understand what that means, but whatever. Because then she leaned in right to my ear, and as <gasps> loudly as she could, she shriek, scream, sang the "La La La" bits. Oh my god! And I just ignored her because I'd done my courage. For, like I'd done what all I could do. What was everyone else doing? Were they just ignoring her? Um, with the exception, look, there there was a man standing with her that you could tell like was there with her. Yeah. And he just kept, over the course of this, kept slowly inching away from her. <laughs> and was just like, nope. So, <laughs> and she kept being like, aren't they? Aren't they? Better? And he'd be like, mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> Turning oh my, my head. Oh wow! Like, How, what's, I'm gonna watch Britney on the screen for a while. Imagine oh, if yeah. your friend went off like that. Yeah. So I'd then, be so in embarrassed. With all the shrieking, both Will and Charles turned around and gave variations on "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Oh yeah. my god! And then she screamed some more. And then uh, Will was like, "I think you've had enough drinking," and knocked the <gasps> drink out of her hand. Will, yeah. Will did it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you had told me this story and you were like, "Guess which one of us knocked the beer out of this woman's hand?" I would yeah. have said one of you two. No, I, I would it, have said it not. Definitely was never Chris. It would never well. be me. But then she screamed. Then she went into full turbo mode because then she screamed, "You hit me!" Oh my and god. And then you hit me. He hit me. He hit me. And then that my last uh, contribution uh, because I opened my mouth and my mother fell out. <laughs> I turned around and gave her a good finger right in the face and said, don't you fucking dare. I don't know what that voice was. <laughs> but this whole you hit me thing, I was like, no. Wow. Um, because yeah. she totally would be the type of woman to like get the cops. Yeah. yeah. Hundo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then it stopped and wow. I was very nervous. The rest of the show was great. But uh, the two postscripts to this story is as soon as the lights came up at the end, she bounced. Oh, wow. Which to me is an indication that I we won. Yeah. Because the first person oh, to leave. She almost literally ran away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, And then out in the street while we were still, we were just making our way to the subway, these two other women ran up to us and were like, we were behind her. We saw everything. We are so sorry. Oh, that's yeah. nice. We were going to throw down for you because I'm not having that bitch ruin our Britney night. And I was like, oh, yeah. vindication. They, yeah, they were like, she was not just horrible to you. She was just horrible in yeah. general. Yeah. If like strangers weigh in yeah. and defend you, like, you were right. The fact that they yeah. came out to find us. Yes. yes. yes Felt yes, yes. really good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, other than that, I'm sorry that happened, but I'm glad the it rest of the, the concert night. Did not ruin the night. Well, in fact, it added drama. And this is the thing. Yeah. Out of, out of the women we interacted with that night, 
Britney, and those two women were amazing. Only she was horrible. So we, there were three times as many amazing women as not. So what if she just like heightened your other senses and you like enjoyed everything so much more? She's like a feature yeah. of a Radio City. They like put her in. You'll enjoy it even more. It'll create memories. It'll yeah. fill you with rage. That's that'll why she left make the so lights early. brighter and the sound better. She had to go check out. She's like, <laughs> I ruined their nights. Yeah. Perfect. Job well done. That's so funny. Uh, cool. So also, we have a little bit of time. I wanted to talk about, um, do do do, guys. Chris Hardwick got his job back. What? Mm-hmm. You didn't hear about this? No, I've been very busy all day. Yeah, he. Um, yeah. We're doing. Charles is moving. Um, he was gone a month. He was suspended from The Talking Dead. Yeah. After um, allegations from his uh, ex-girlfriend uh, emerged. Um, oh, yes. Chloe, I know the story now. Okay, I'm on yes, board. Yes, yes, yes. Yep, Chloe, Chloe Dijkstra was his, is his ex-girlfriend. And in a Medium essay written last month, detailed an abusive years-long relationship with an unnamed man, but very quickly readers um, you know, uh, figured out that it was Chris Hardwick. AMC was forced to respond because so many people were like, he's abusive, he should be fired, and they gave him like a month's suspension. And then I got very excited because they announced that um, Yvette Nicole Brown would be oh, filling right, right. in for him. Remember we talked about that yeah. on Light Trees and News? And that'd be awesome. And I, th- I was hoping it would segue into like a permanent gig for her, but I guess she was just subbing for him, and now he's fucking coming back. So I never want to hear from anyone that these sorts of allegations ruin a man's career. Well, I'm pretty sure. I, I hope the ratings tank. I hope. First of all, I'm like, who the fuck is still watching The Talking Dead? <laughs> like, I get that. I don't know. The Walking Dead is like barely passable these days, and I'm being generous. So the fact that people are still watching The Walking Dead is impressive. The Talking like. Why do people like Chris Hardwick that much? He's not particularly insightful or charming or funny. Why do people like after shows so much? Period. Is this is a show where they talk about what had just happened yeah. in the show. And like yeah. occasionally it was cool because they would <laughs> that's com- them coming down the stairs or going up the stairs. Um occasionally they would have like one of the actors on from The Walking Dead to sure. like talk about like give insight into their character or you know, speculate about what was going to happen. So it would be cool for that reason. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes, like, really random celebrities who you were like, I didn't know they watched <laughs> The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. How fun. They're just like us. <laughs> and, like, watching them interact was fun. So, like, there there was a lot of novelty to the show in the beginning. But now I'm like, we're on season what of The Walking Dead? And we're still doing this. And Literally couldn't tell you what season. Yeah. Uh, 100. <laughs> season 100. Would not surprise me. <laughs> um, so, it, do you, like, on the one hand, I'm like, why is that so important to give his job back for that show? Yeah. But on the other hand, is that why he's got it? They just thought they could slip him back in because no one cares enough about it. Maybe I like, yeah, I don't know what the calculation is. Um, no. They said that they did an investigation, like an internal investigation, and they were like, "Okay, we cleared everything up." And it's like, what? Yeah. Well, he's not lowering anyone, and he's not cosbying anyone, so he's fine. Well, what was the wow. investigation? You just brought yeah. him into the office, and he was like, "I didn't do it," and they were like, "Cool, checks out, yeah. bro." Yep. <laughs> That's okay. Sound, I, sounds right. I was part of uh, an internal investigation in a media company once. Oh, my God. uh, At a radio... What did you do? No, not me. Not me. (laughs) I knew it. A radio station back in Australia when I was doing breakfast radio. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were a duopoly. There were two radio stations. Mm -hmm. Uh, The guy from the other breakfast radio show was caught by our producer on the phone to a sex line in a production studio having a jerk. Wow. Yeah. Uh, So he caught him, immediately called management... Uh, the internal investigation was the three of us were asked if we needed counselling and we said, no, it's disgusting but we're fine. Yeah. He's the issue. We don't need counselling. Investigation closed. Nothing wow. happened again. Cool. Um, so you said he was on the phone with a sex line? Yes. And this was the early 90s? How dare you? It was two thousand and it was the mid two thousands. I don't want to give away too many details in case was people it? find out how it is. It was the mid two thousands. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Two thousand six. <laughs> wow. So like entirely put the onus on you guys. Yeah. yeah. But that was the sum total of the internal investigation. Telling him probably don't do that again and offering us counselling. That was the entire investigation. Wow. So you can call anything an internal investigation. Sure. Can sure, we sure. just make like can we just make like a general announcement to men, not only just across the country, but everywhere? Mm-hmm. 
don't jerk off at work? Look, they're going to jerk off at work, okay? Just accept it. It's I, reality. They're uh, probably jerking it right now. Listen to our voices. Hello. I know okay. what you're doing. I know All what right. you're doing right now with your dirty little mitt. <laughs> that I'm totally okay with. <laughs> Are, <laughs> wait, if they're masturbating to your voice? Yes. Your voice, but, specifically. Okay. But in, 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 I've in, also masturbated to Chris's voice. <laughs> it's fine. Why wouldn't you? Um, but also, don't do it in someone else's office or production studio sure. or, or phone. or you, Use your own equipment. Great, great clarification. It is fine to jerk it if you are in the sanctity of your own home, in, in privacy. Don't do it in your place of business where other people who don't want to see you jerk exactly. off no. can happen upon you. If you really can't hold it, at least go into the public bathroom, lock yourself in a stall, and don't let your belt buckle rattle. That's <laughs> like... I can't give any better advice or clearer well, advice is than that. So specific, mm-hmm. um, very handy advice. Um, yeah, like the the Planet Fitness that I go to on in <laughs> where Washington, the fuck is this going in Washington Heights? <laughs> there's one bathroom stall that I've used consistently every time I go there. Um, that is, the walls are just covered. Ew, 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 men are so gross. And I was like, you also has no one cleaned this in months? Oh God! Like, yeah, I don't want to go into Good too much detail, but just Lord. imagine. I, I am. I'm horrified. Very postmodern right. art. I refuse to participate in the segment. Any not longer. in the <laughs> not in the bathroom stall. Go in the sauna. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, guys, oh yeah, good. Atomize it. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's a vapor now. <laughs> uh, I'm breathing it. Oh, guys. I can feel them. Um, <laughs> ew. 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 Oh, well, this is a good segue. Here's your fucking bad news. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Stop freaking talking about jizz. <laughs> Charles was still talking that whole time. I hit stop and he was just like muttering under his voice about it. All the dick jokes that I fucking missed. God damn it. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to talk about something a little out of the ordinary because we've t- been talking a lot about Trump, a lot about Russia, because every day it's just more batshit news about that. But I feel like the danger in talking about that every episode is there's other stuff happening in the world, guys. Other horrible things. Um, and one of the other horrible things happening is uh, the wildfires in Greece um, that you might not have heard about, but they are very, very deadly. Um, as of this recording, I think they said something like uh, it's over 80 people now have been killed oh my gosh. in Greece. Yeah, it, it's really terrible. It's some of the worst wildfires they've ever had. And the stories are just like really uh, horrifying and incredible about how people survived. Like literally, people charging into the sea, like away from yeah. the flames. It's it's crazy, um, and the fact that it's not getting more attention is very telling. Because you know, I don't want to ever use the word distraction because I think that in itself <laughs> is a distraction. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously the the president. Um, you know, Committing treason is not a distraction. Um, it's an important story, but climate change and what's happening in Greece, and Greece is a pretty good example of climate change because what's been happening there is, you know, historic sort of droughts mm. and um, the landscape getting very dry, and, and that's just, it's happening in California right now, too. That's just a perfect storm for these sorts of fires to break out. But The Guardian has a write-up of it, and... Uh, they talk about specifically the climate change angle and how if you think what's happening in Greece is bad and it certainly is very bad, it's going to get so much worse. Yeah, because that's the biggest danger with the most dan- with the worst fires. It's not land that's dry and hot. It's land that's getting dry and hot because yes. that's where all that's when it's all just tinder waiting to go up. Exactly. Like, yeah, if it's already a desert, probably You're not going to be an issue. Yeah. But for like really radical changes in landscapes and like Greece is really on that perfect latitude where you know certain countries they're experiencing much colder climates out of nowhere other countries are experiencing much hotter climates of course if you're a dumb conservative and you point to the country that's getting colder you're like see we don't have global warming that's just weather patterns (laughs) that's just the earth it's just weather yeah Um, and of course we know and you know this listening to this show, listener, uh, that it's really about climate weirding. That means it can get way colder, it can get way hotter, Mm -hmm. there can be way more severe storms, flooding, all of that stuff. 
everything's just going to get way more intense. Yep. You think it's bad now. You think it's bad now. Yeah. It's not going backwards anytime soon. Yeah. And especially a country like Greece. I f- Greece, I feel like, is just what Detroit was before the subprime disaster. Um, mm. Because obviously Greece was hit very hard during the global economic recession. And there was very high unemployment rate. Mm. Um and budget cuts and like they really were sort of this experiment were they nearly yeah. fully kicked out of the EU I was going to yeah. ask were they the first did they voluntarily leave like Brexity or did they were they kicked out I don't remember I think they were saved at the end but they were yeah. very nearly yeah they, yeah it, and that's what's so fucked up about about the EU. Um, Obviously, people became very pro-EU when Brexit happened. But before that happened, there was a big debate about the EU, which is like, obviously, they unified economies in the hopes of like bolstering everyone. But what ended up happening was countries like Greece really suffered, where like wealthy countries like England, Germany benefited from the EU. Mm-hmm. Um, so Greece was never happy mm-hmm. <laughs> with yeah. the situation well, or thriving. Also, it's it's unfortunate that most people think of Greece is like just a vacation spot, and that must be all it is. So it must be thriving and rich because that's where all the rich people yeah, are. Yeah, I mean, they at one point it's I think really they not. had like a fifty percent youth unemployment rate. It was oh like gosh. horrible. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really bad at the height of it. Um, but. You know, I, I do think those two things are related, you know, whether it's because of budget cuts and, and less resources and less time to, to fight stuff like this. Um, and then, of course, you pile climate change on mm-hmm. top of that. And it's like Greece is what will happen everywhere. Yeah. Um, and that's what it, it reminds me of Detroit, because, you know, the subprime crisis before it affected the suburbs affected the inner city. And it mm-hmm. was happening in Detroit and nobody cared. Yeah. Um, I shouldn't say nobody cared. Uh, white suburbanites didn't care. <laughs> People in Detroit cared <laughs> that it was happening. Didn't affect them. Doesn't care. Yeah. Um, but that's why it's important. I mean, you should care about these stories when they're happening because you should be a decent person. <laughs> but if you're not a decent person, think of them as like the canary in the coal mine. Right. Yes. Yeah. Bring back our coal jobs. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also in bad news, um, we have the loudest neighbors in the world. Um, but other than that... It doesn't sound that bad. I was just surprised at how echoey it was. It, yeah, well, that's... Oh, yeah, if you're a new listener to the show and you hear a slight echo, it will not always sound this way because we have no furniture in the room right now. We have two camping chairs and my fat cat, Desmond, and he's not <laughs> absorbing the sound at all. Yeah, stretch out, Desmond. Shockingly. Yeah. I really thought he would be... Baffle more. You have all that extra skin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but soon we'll have furniture and it won't sound like this. Um, so I wanted to talk about, oh, this is so terrible. Um, there are pro-gun activists right now following the Parkland kids around the country in an armored vehicle. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's not, one, creepy. Yeah. And two, terrifying. Can I just say, I was listening to Vox's podcast today. Don't judge me. <laughs> and David Hogg was on. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about he goes out and he talks to these people and they're fully armed. And I'm just like, can you be, imagine being that kid's mother and like watching him do that? Like he's, you know, he's like a very fiery guy when you yeah. listen to him talk. Like oh, yeah. he swears yeah. a lot. Like I'm into it, but like yeah. he's clearly very angry mm-hmm. and rightfully so. Totally rightfully so. And he also is very candid in talking about that. He hasn't had any time to process his trauma. So he's like very traumatized pissed off Mm -hmm. but also like very intelligent very articulate and very patient um and like i really admire him but i'm also like terrified for this yeah if you're traumatized and pissed off it's very hard to be patient so that's a lot of qualities yeah i mean he went out and he was talking about he was talking with a guy who was like fully armed like fully automatic weapon and talked to him for like 45 minutes and i'm just like can you fucking imagine having the patience to do that? I don't. I can't imagine having the courage to do that, honestly, because yeah. uh, that—that is, as the foreigner, a foreign concept to mm. me. Like you're foreign. Yes, what? I don't talk about it. Oh, you, I thought you can't tell it all, but I really couldn't. No, I thought you were from Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I don't want to uh, disparage my gracious hosts. I currently have an impending case. I want to be able to live here permanently, but why? Sorry. (laughs) We haven't figured out how to build a wall around Australia yet. (laughs) Um, 
But that the whole that it blows my mind. It, I cannot get my head around it. Yeah. And just the very concept of quote unquote fully armed. Just I'm like, Ooh. what? How? What? And I- also the fact that like, so that guy that he went up to, the reason he went up to him is. Uh, David Hogg's friend was talking to him and trying to have a debate, and the guy started yelling, where's that hog kid? I want to talk to that hog kid. And David walked up to him, and I'm like, fuck. What? That's awesome. Uh, I mean, it's awesome, but also like, God, these kids. Yeah, so Vice News reported that a group of local gun rights activists called the Utah Gun Exchange showed up at the Salt Lake City stop of a nationwide pro-gun control tour organized by survivors of the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School shooting. According to Vice News, the Utah gun exchange people have been following the Parkland students around the country in a military-style armored vehicle and holding their own counter-protests. So I bet it was this group that he talked to. Because right now they're on the, um, it's called the March for Our Lives. Yep. And uh, obviously trying to get, like, gun legislation passed in the country. But really they're interested in talking with people Mm one-on-one. That's like the whole idea of stuff like this. So it makes sense that David Hogg would want to talk to these people, but I'm just like, fuck, like. Also, you're just having like a militia follow you around the country. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Threatening you every, at every turn. Like what the fuck is up with that? That shouldn't, that's weird. That is so weird. You're chasing children around the country. While armed, yeah. while armed, yeah, yeah. You you would think that if there was, I'm if sorry, there could if, be, even if you took guns out of it, it's still weird. It's, yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. it's right. You could, yeah, yeah. Like you would think that if there was possibility for compassion and empathy, it would be for kids who saw their classmates gunned down. Well, even the, I don't think that anyone's gonna feel any empathy or sympathy until it happens to them or their child. Yeah. Right. Which is unfortunate that there's going to have to be so many more mass shootings for people to really come around. It should only have been one. Well, yeah, that that's the point David Hogg made yeah. during the interview where he's like, this will happen again. Oh, yeah. It absolutely, I mean, I'm it sure already happened. has, yeah, but yeah. yeah. But you're absolutely right. I think that you just made a point, Charles, that is very important. Take out the guns, take out the armored vehicle. A bunch of adults following children around yeah. is fucked up. Yeah. I'm, I'm well, sorry. I didn't make, mean to make a good point. You made an excellent <laughs> point. I'm Too sorry late, to bitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that they've, when I say they, I mean the far right, has really gone out of their way to frame David Hogg as being not a child. Yeah. Like, they tried to paint him. Do you remember originally they said he was a CIA plant yep, because his, his dad yeah. Um had worked for the FBI. FBI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was like CIA, then FBI plant. Then um, I forget like... Crisis there were actors. Crisis actors. Yeah. But they, they've gone out of their way to present him as everything um, other than what he is, which is a traumatized teenager. Yeah. Um, How old is David Hogg? 16, 17? He was talking about going to college. Okay, so 17, 18. Yeah, because they asked him if he was going to go to college and he goes, uh, I want to go to college so I can get an education and not be as stupid as our politicians. (laughs) His wording. And then because he wants to run for office. I already has my vote. Wow. Yeah, I knew he was going to run for office. Like the first time I saw him speak, him and I'm, I'm, I think Emma Gonzalez will be a community organizer and Mm -hmm. I saw David Hogg and I'm like, he's going to run for office. And hopefully they'll work in tandem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, So I have to talk about Russia a little bit, guys, because there was a big story that broke today. Although I have to say, Sam Stein, what are you thinking? You work for the Huffington Post. You are covering Russia. All he tweeted was a big story is about to drop. And everyone was like, (laughs) P-tape. It's not P-tape. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Oh, he fully Rachel Maddowed this. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's so frustrating. Even the journalists who would trying to do good work, cannot yeah. help themselves, but... Uh. So the, the, his big story, and it is big, is that Russian hackers targeted uh, Senator Claire McCaskill. And uh, so the Russian intelligence agency behind the 2016 election cyber attacks targeted McCaskill as she began her 2018 re-election campaign in earnest. Um, that makes the Missouri Democrat the first identified target of the Kremlin's 2018 election interference. Uh, and it's also significant because Trump hates Claire McCaskill. <laughs> uh, she's also been highly critical of Russia over the years. And uh, she's widely considered to be among the most vulnerable Senate Democrats facing re-election this year. Oh. 
Um, yeah, she's very, very vulnerable right now. But uh, in August 2017, around the time of the hack attempt, Trump traveled to Missouri and chided McCaskill, telling the crowd to vote her out of office. Ooh. Just this last week, however, Trump said on Twitter that he feared Russians would intervene in the 2018 midterm elections on behalf of Democrats. Which, of course, he did. Oh, right, right, sure. right. Like any win that Democrats Any way it goes, yeah. Any way it goes. Be, if yeah. she wins, it was the Russians. If she loses, he's the great leader. Remember mm-hmm. when he tried to have an investigation on the election after he won it? And he was like, no, 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 no. She definitely didn't win the popular vote. I won the popular vote. We <laughs> needed to do an investigation. And everyone's like, you, you won. Has, just shut up and go. Just go has still there. to this day claimed that that there was voter widespread right. voter fraud right. that got her the popular vote because yeah. he didn't have anything beyond that red meat message. <laughs> so like once he won, he didn't know how to govern. He was just like, we're still yeah. talking about how Hillary's a bitch, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> which, right. Which is yeah. This is a a, a grand, possibly world destroying version of what actually happened in Australia a couple of years ago. Um, we had uh, an opposition party that was just ran on anything they say is bullshit. Right. Then they got into power and have spent the like the prevailing five, I think, years now. Wait, oh, that's, yeah. too, that's too many. No, about five or so years still hammering the last government into the ground. Oh, and we're like, you've been in power for so long. That, this is not new with the Republicans. This has been right. like 30 oh, yeah. years. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, like they really don't have messaging beyond own the libs. Yeah. Like that, they really don't. Other than like maybe fucking the poor. Um, oh, definitely fucking the poor. Desi, I have to refill your little fountain. Uh, guys, I bought a fountain for my cats. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, like they really, they don't have a vision of how to lead the country. They just, their messaging is government is evil. We have to shrink the government um, and also own the libs whenever we can. Mm. But that's really it. They don't have like a vi- like an inspiring vision right. for what the country what the can be. be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick though, Chris, what's it like to come from a country governed by feral kangaroos? <laughs> <laughs> and how is President Kangaroo? <laughs> He's doing quite well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been some hops mm-hmm. and a bit of kicking and some boxing. Oh, exciting. Yeah. Breaking. Um, <laughs> my trees and news. President Kangaroo is hopping around. Uh, Guys, do I want to? Yeah, let's do this now because that was a lot of bad news. It's that time of the episode. Let's all jump up and down. Here is your good news. Bow, 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 bow. All right, well, keeping with the theme of good news counting as something bad happening to one of my enemies. (laughs) Ivanka Trump. Oh, no. Her brand is closing its doors, guys. Those beautiful outfits that are so flattering on all women. I definitely won't be able to buy a poorly made (laughs) burlap sack anymore. How dare you? So many different kinds of beige. How dare you? Mm. How dare you? They're all beautiful. They all make you look like Ivanka Trump um, because she totally wears them. They all ma- they all make you look complicit? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. If you'd like to look like you're uh, complicit in war crimes, you'd like shop to look Ivanka. Like you look like your dad's attracted to you? <laughs> oh. oh, no. Sold. Um, so I'm going to link to at our Lipson page. And by the way, I've been saying that, and I realize um, not everyone may know what the fuck I'm talking about when I say that. Lipson is our hosting website. And uh, unfortunately, SoundCloud doesn't allow me to include links to the news articles. Right. So if you ever want uh, links or to read up on what I'm talking about on the show, go to wearelighttreasonnews.lipson.com. That's where all of the articles are. So I'm going to link to this article there by friend of the show, Meredith Clark, because uh, she wrote about uh, Ivanka Trump's brand closing and also how that label was never made for millennial women in the first place. <laughs> Definitely wasn't. Definitely not. What did I read? I read a choice spin on this yesterday or someone clearly like Camp Ivanka was like, yeah, the company just couldn't survive once she stepped away from the brand. I'm like, what? that is not why. What? Wait, did she did she ever fully step away from the brand anyway? I don't well, 
think so. She was still trying to flog it when she was. Yeah, I mean, remember when Kellyanne Conway just like plugged her brand on the news, mm-hmm. yeah. where she's like, "Go shop Ivanka brand," and it was like, "What is happening right uh, now?" How yeah, if this... the, if her clothes will fit me, they'll fit any household lizard. Like. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, the fact that, remember when we talked about the uh, emoluments clause for, like, a hot minute? Yes. Where it was, like, you can't use the presidency to hawk your terrible clothing. Uh, and then we were just, like, oh, Russia. And immediately <laughs> sure, we're sure, just, sure. like, we have bigger problems. Do yeah. whatever you want. Um, are Don and Eric still running Trump Enterprises or whatever? As far the as I called? know, yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm I'm really watching, enjoying watching Don Jr. spiral out of control because of his divorce. Oh, yeah. That's been fun. Oh my god! And his lawyer has connections to Russia, mm-hmm. guys. Everything. What if the only person who got out of the scot free was Eric Trump? <laughs> oh, what if everybody's like he's so stupid and he is so stupid, but he's so stupid nobody like really cares about him. <laughs> what if he, yeah. What if he fully pulls in usual suspects? Oh yeah. And like walks out of it and like I knew the whole fucking time. Oh. Smashed your fucking coffee mug, walked out. And then it turns Free out man. he's Kevin Spacey, and we're like, I fucking knew God it. I knew Kevin Spacey plot was Eric on Trump. Plot twist on plot yeah. twist. I can barely keep up. I am enjoying, uh, on a much more trivial note, uh, all the buildings around the country and around the world <laughs> trying to prize the yes. Trump letters off their buildings. But That's- there's still like the faded outline <laughs> yeah. of it that you can see it still says Trump. Oh, it's so someone, great. someone get a Banksy in there. Get oh, Banksy over to put, a, put something over <laughs> that T. Banksy. Yeah. Um, speaking of spiraling, Paul Manafort. This is maybe my favorite aspect of all of the scandals. Okay, so Charles and I laugh about this every time. It's my favorite thing. What? Because Paul Manafort... Uh, oh yeah okay so this is perfect because Charles ordered a rug and it is <laughs> leaning against our wall right now. Paul Manafort... It's a Manafort. Allegedly bought like $120,000 worth of rugs from one rug store. What? And so reporters called this rug store and they were like, hey, did Paul Manafort buy $120,000 worth of rugs? And they were like, um, no, we don't have that many rugs <laughs> in here. <laughs> and so everyone was like, what the fuck were the rugs? And then all of the Ukraine stuff came out and it turned out Paul Manafort um, committed a little light treason. Hey, hey. name of the show. Um, but now they have the emails, some of the emails that he didn't want read in court. And I just want to read a little bit about like a little of this because I have a very, okay, try to figure out what my favorite part of this is. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this is Paul Manafort writing to somebody uh, named Rick. (laughs) Rick. Uh, Okay. My rate for something like this would be $10,000 per day, including travel days. So if you want me to leave the U S on Monday, 616 and return on Friday 620 that would be 5 days at 10 G per day for $50,000. What do you think my favorite part of that was? I'm going to say I, ha- I actually have a couple favorite things, but there's one really big thing. Is it where he talks like a gangster from the Simpsons and says 10 G? Yes. Yes. Um. Because he doesn't say 10K. 10K is how a normal criminal would say that. Yeah. yeah. 10 G? 10 G is one step away from saying 10 large. Yeah. Like, like who the fuck? Like this guy thought he was like a mob boss. <laughs> he really did. Yep. Also $10,000 per day. I guess if you're committing treason, like you should charge. What is he money. being flown out for? So is he Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman? This was what was he working on specifically? It all had to do with Ukraine. Because um, I will, I'll do a lot of things for ten thousand dollars a day, and okay. not even Julia Roberts. I'll kiss fully on the mouth for ten thousand dollars a day. Oh, and I should say a little correction. Tad, this was an exchange between Tad Devine and Rick Gates, but Tad Devine was a senior advisor to Bernie Sanders in 2016, um, and a longtime Democratic aide who worked in Ukraine with Paul Manafort. And Manafort's former associate, Rick Gates. Um, so that was another thing. People were trying to like peg this on Bernie Sanders. And it was like, no, this guy had just like, he worked on this campaign, but he had previously worked with uh, Manafort. Um, but I just love the 10 Gs. Gates was originally charged uh, with Manafort, but has since pleaded uh, guilty and agreed to cooperate with Mueller's office. So that's why they have access to all this stuff now. Which, um, yeah, just, just to cl- again, for the foreigner to clarify, every yeah. time someone uh, it pleads guilty to a much smaller charge, it's because yes. they're giving up everything they have. Oh, my God, absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Right? Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is pleasing as shit. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, um, I'm, for the most part, yeah, that's usually what you would do it for. Yeah. Um, to use a David E. Kelly term, you flip them. Uh, mm-hmm. Make them flip. 
so he didn't want these emails read in court. Were they he, then read in court? He did not. Um, so lawyers for former Trump campaign chair Paul Manafort filed court papers Thursday asking a federal judge in Virginia to exclude more than 50 pieces of evidence, including some of these emails. But his emails. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the cache of documents largely includes emails and memos about campaign strategy and activities on behalf of former Ukrainian president Viktor uh, Yanukovych, uh, Manafort's former client. So this was all about him traveling to the Ukraine and working for the former president. Yeah. Um, and then working for Trump <laughs> and simultaneously doing that. So it's not a conflict of interest. Nope, nope, nope. It's totally fine. Um, oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about this. Did you guys see this video of this Swedish student on the airplane? Do you know I couldn't bring myself to actually watch the video, but okay. I saw what happened? Yeah, it's wild. So her name is not. Ellen Erson, and she was on a flight... Um, she was on board a plane at Gothenburg Airport, and somehow they found out that there was um, a man on board. Actually, apparently there were a couple men, um, but one of them, um, or perhaps both, were Afghan asylum seekers from Sweden, and they were being sent back to Afghanistan because there's been this... I mean, Sweden, like so many other countries, uh, there's a lot of xenophobia and racism and um, a lot of blaming of foreigners for like stuff not being great wow. in their country. Sweden, you should be more like America and stop that. <laughs> <laughs> so they're sending this guy back and she found out about it. And so she stood up and she refused to sit down until they took him off the plane um and basically staged like a one woman protest and it sounds like it was like really tense because obviously mm. people uh are real bitchy on planes mm -hmm. oh they're the worst selves yeah absolutely and then if you are like delaying their flight oh my god mm -hmm. uh, although apparently she also had some support on the plane like other people were saying like yeah that's fucked up like mm. you can't send right. this guy was, back the idea was uh, Legally, the plane can't take off if she's standing. If she keeps right. standing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She has to be seated during takeoff. So she just straight up refused. And then anytime people were like, come on, you're delaying the flight. She's like, what's more important, your delayed flight or this guy's life? Because yeah. he's an asylum seeker. If right. you send him back, he could very well die. Um, what happened to them when they got off the plane? Also, uh, two questions. What happened to them after the guys got off the plane? Cool, cool, cool. Glad that happened. Mm -hmm. But also, how... I'm not sure if airlines are a little bit different in other countries, but how did an air marshal not just take her out and be like, fuck I it, I don't know if they have air marshals in Sweden. It's, it's an American thing? Yeah, we don't have them in Australia, at least. Yeah, I, I, don't, know. Know. I don't know if we're the only country, but I don't think... We have Swedish listeners. Correct me if I'm wrong, please. Hashtag light trees and pod. I would be curious to know that, actually, but I don't think they have air marshals. Okay. Um, Back to the first question. What happened to the dudes? <laughs> Well, they took them off the plane. Cool. But... Are they safe somewhere? I don't know. Oh, I don't fuck. know what the update to it is, but I basically I'm putting this in the good news section because she was so extraordinarily brave. Yeah, that is awesome. Um, and also good on her for filming it. And uh, yeah, apparently she had done work before like with immigrants and asylum seekers, so she knew very intimately like what would happen to this guy mm -hmm. if he got sent back, which is why she is freaking out in the video and crying because mm -hmm. she it must feel like you're insane if you know how serious this is and people are just sitting there looking at you like we need to take off mm -hmm. like yeah that's bananas no your flight is going to get delayed because this guy will die if we take off yeah that it's just it's so i mean obviously it was she the stakes were great for her because she knew what he was this guy was facing but also just as a general passenger of airplanes in the world to know how punitive airports and airlines can be to mm -hmm. still just stand up and go nah like yeah. that's that is to me tremendously brave so brave and uh may we all be that brave oh my god and let's end on this note maybe not end because i might have enough time to get some recommendations from you guys betsy devos <laughs> oh my god Boo. current u.s secretary of education do not boo betsy devos she is the head of our schools uh, had a very tragic thing happen to her family. Okay, Charles? Okay? It was tragic what happened. <laughs> Someone unmoored her family's yacht. One of ten yachts they have, okay? One of ten? 
one of 10 yachts they have. You know, every family has 10 yachts. Um, Ew, do you only have nine? Gross. Gross. Get out. Slide your chair away from us. <laughs> Someone unmoored the 163-foot yacht worth $40 million, um, and it was very upsetting. It was kind of drifting around for a little bit. Did they get the yacht back? Oh, it didn't even leave the marina. It crashed into something and caused like 10 grand worth of damage. Yeah, which they're calling, um, they said it was vandalized. Uh, mm, okay. not, that's not vandalism. Somebody, that's current. That's the current. That's the current. <laughs> that's nature. Um, Take it up with God. It's not, so it's not ruined. It can be no, repaired. That's fine. And I don't think that, and they got it back. Oh, they I said there's $5,000 to $10,000 worth of damage. But if you buy a $40 million yacht, you have $10,000 like in your couch cushions. Yeah. Also, yeah. why are boats that expensive? Boats are not that fun. But where will rich people have parties, Charles? Oh, where will they kill poor people and throw them into the ocean? Got it, got it, yeah. got it. Yes. What well, will rich people point at to show that they're better than you? Yeah. Did you they're, even think about that? They're, they're diamonds, their clothes, their things, their houses. They're tiny. But Boats they can are have, massive. Yeah, their and houses. they can have all of that stuff on a yacht. Yeah. yeah. Did, have you seen that uh, that yacht that also holds a mini yacht? Yes. <laughs> It, it has oh, a little pool on the yacht where you can then drive a little yacht. When we get hit oh my God. by the meteor, we are going to deserve it a thousand percent. <laughs> yeah. A thousand percent. Um, not all of us, mostly the rich. I hope the meteor just hits rich people. Is that imagine, possible? Can you imagine if we got invaded by aliens now and they're like, take us to your leader? And we're like, there he is. And they were like, really? Seriously? <laughs> All right. Well, would it be All like, right. take us to your leader? We'd be like, oh, do we have to? Can't we take you to someone nicer? Yeah. Or, or Can we take you like, to Emma Thompson? Like, wait, wait, wait. Okay, him? great answer, we're Emma Thompson. Leave. Who would you bring the aliens to if like, you could have one person sort of rep- represent humanity? The Rock. The Rock? Absolutely. In a second. <laughs> I do not approve. <laughs> <gasps> wait, wait. What? Wait, what if what if they came to us both and we managed to get them a sit down with both The Rock and Emma Thompson? That's yeah. a good spectrum. All right, fine. I take that. Have you seen all of the movies The Rock has done? He always saves the world. I never <laughs> see any of The Rock's movies. If, if The Rock is in a movie, I will watch it. I like him. I think I'm glad he's not super homophobic anymore like he used to be during his wrestling days. Yes. And th- yeah, now he's super homoerotic. True. Maybe that he was just like trying to squash those feelings. Mm. <sighs> I don't know, guys. Um, I just also, um, I don't want to be accused of a conflict of interest. So sure. full disclosure, my dad does have one boat. Um, but what it's, kind of boat? It's a boat. It's not a yacht. It's <laughs> not a yacht. Is and it it's, small? Is it a small like, boat? Yeah, it's it not a, a $40 million boat? Dollar yacht. It's like a f- maybe a $30,000 boat. A scooter? Is that what a scooter is? is I don't know. a dinghy? It's bigger than a dinghy. Is this three people who don't know any nautical terms talking it a, about it? Is it yeah. a canoe? It's not a canoe. Is it a canoe? I've been a, in a kayak. Yeah. It's is not it a, a kayak? kayak. I've been in a kayak. It has a motor. Is it a jet ski? No. Hmm. Speedboat. It goes fast. It's a speedboat. It's not a speedboat. Though. It's a, he oh. fishes off it. Rare. Okay. All right. I just wanted to, I just wanted that to sounds like the but my grandfather had a boat like that because he would go out onto a lake and fish. Yeah, oh. I just don't want to be. I just wanted to get that out there. Just you know, if anyone goes digging in my closet for skeletons, right? <laughs> <They're> <laughs> researching right a, now. There is an boat in my family. Who the fuck is She's this a Chris <laughs> character? She's a bougie girl. But he has a boat. Um, before we run out of time, is there any um, big recommendations you have for people? Whether it's like watching or listening or reading. All my biggest ones uh, have been done. In previous episodes, I'm very proud of that. I'm very happy. Great. Uh, I will say, if you haven't yet watched the catering show, it's on YouTube. The first season, both seasons. <gasps> the both seasons YouTube. now. Both seasons. It's called the catering show. Yes, uh, catering is spelled with a K because it's oh. hosted by two Kates. Okay. It is a comedy parody of a cooking show. Each episode's ah. barely ten minutes. They're so you can get through it real quick. So funny. Okay. They are so funny. They did this as a web series, self-funded. It w- went so well on YouTube that they were picked up by Australia's. Uh, public broadcaster to get a second season. They've since pivoted into a 30-minute ep- show uh, based on breakfast TV called Get Kraken, which we mm. cannot get in this country, which is an abomination. But Boo. the catering show, both on YouTube, go for it. When he showed me the first episode and then we sat there and watched all of the All episodes. of them in a row. Ooh, I'm going to watch good. that. Um, it's it's hilarious. Both of those Kates, McKinnon and McCartney? McLennan and McCartney. McCartney. Ooh, have you started Sharp Objects? No, I want to see that. I keep Ooh, seeing everyone okay, tweet about I've it. I've just seen the pilot so far, but I have two episodes queued up. I just 
I've had no time to watch anything, but the pilot is so good. Oh, and I love Amy Adams. Ah, uh, I have to get into that. I'm so glad the, um, she's come back to us. Yeah. The light went out of her eyes. When she Did was, she leave? Yeah, in Man of Steel, there was nothing behind her <laughs> oh, eyes. everybody was half dead in that uh, movie. And I wanted yeah. to know where she went, but she's come back to us and I'm so happy. No, she's like so good in this. <sighs> There's like a lot of layers to the performance. Yeah, oh, she's great. Perfect. Mm-hmm. What, what, it's that on? Uh, HBO, I think. Okay. All right. So I have Is that right? a couple of days left to watch it. <laughs> I don't know, Charles. Before I turn my I cable know. off. Yeah. Um, I I'll recommend. Um, I well, it's kind of an anti rec. Um, it was it's on Netflix. It's a new show that I think might have been bought from Australia or British TV. I can't really place the accent of the host. Um, but it's called uh, Dark Tourist. Oh, I've heard about this, and it's really offensive. Um, I put it on because it I, it looked like a show that I thought where someone would go places and go to like a haunted castle That's or what something. Everybody thought. And I was like, this looks cool and creepy. And then I put it on and I was like, oh, this is awful. No, this is like I watched a two episodes white of it man and it was going horrible. into like indigenous cultures yep. and being a fucking asshole. And being a fucking asshole. Like at one point, did you see the episode where he has a gun and he's like joking about shooting an animal? Uh, I only watched the first two episodes and I was only barely paying attention after I realized what was happening. So okay, I'm not even I, sure. I read about it because I'm on one of the My Favorite Murder um, message boards on Facebook mm-hmm. and they were talking about it because they thought exactly what you thought, that it would be co- like a cool like murder mystery tour thing. Yeah, yeah. that's what it sounds like. they started like. watching it and they were like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it's <laughs> awful. It's, he's New Zealander, that's why he couldn't pick the accent. It's uh, David Farrier, the guy who made the Tickle documentary. Oh, oh that documentary liked. was fucked yeah. up. But people really liked and, it, right? And like a, it was just yeah. fucked up, like the whole premise of it. Yes, but oh, it was wow. cool. Well, apparently he's a fucking asshole. Like in this, this. Wow. yeah, this is awful. The first one has to do with um, Pablo Escobar, I think, mm-hmm. and the second one he goes to Japan, and I wasn't really paying attention, and then turned yeah. it right off. <laughs> um, it's always problematic. I think the only white guy who pulled that off was Anthony Bourdain mm-hmm. because he was so like humble when he walked into someone's and home respectful respectful and very curious about their culture and like very much aware that he was like a privileged western yeah. cis white man <laughs> didn't walk into the restaurant and go well this is dumb <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah like he didn't shit all over their culture weird how people respond positively to that um but if i'm going to actually recommend something mm-hmm. uh yesterday chris and i went to the movies and watched uh unfriended dark web uh which is what a new episode of uh, The Little Heart is about. Hell yeah. Um, I saw the first um, dark... It wasn't a dark web movie. Unfriended. It was like uh, Unfriended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a, there's a couple now. There's Unfriended. There's Friend Request. Not related, there's, but same theme. There's Profiles coming out soon. Like, there's a lot of okay. ones where you I don't know looking. which one I saw, but I remember being like impressed because I was like, this is dumb. I'll just watch this because it'll be like a dumb kind of scary movie. And I was like, no, this is legitimately scary. Yeah. Uh, As was this. Like it's yeah. like you, basically the whole movie you're watching someone's computer screen and whatever they're doing is all you can see. Yes. And it's done. The fir- the movies really aren't related. If it, if it's going to turn into an anthology series, that'd be interesting. Wait, you know the one I saw? It was the the video of the girl and she was super super drunk. That's the first one. And you can tell they wanted to do like a date rape thing, but they didn't do a date rape. Uh, date rape it was that she got so drunk she shit herself that's the first movie and they were taking a video of her and then she was so humiliated she killed herself because it went viral because it went viral yeah and then it's like these kids being punished by her spirit yes amazing yeah i was i was trying to tell you that yesterday while we were recording without spoiling it (laughs) but that's the whole oh sorry (laughs) no that's fine no uh I mean, well, you could, well, you they, can, they say that in like the first five minutes. Also, I yeah. did I did read a thing this okay. morning that spoiled it for me, so it's fine. All right, um, but the uh, <laughs> so they have nothing to do with each other, so you can watch the second right. one without watching the first one. Okay. thankfully, um, it's just done super well. It's like, yeah. Um, did you ever watch the Paranormal Activity movies? Yeah, I saw. God, I don't remember like which sequence I saw, but I saw like two of them. Um, and they are really effective. Yeah. D- well, the thing is, I don't think that they are, except for maybe the last 10 minutes of each of them, I don't think they're very scary at all. But technically, like watching the things that they're able to do, that I'm really astounded with. Yeah. Mm. So this is, another, this is another movie where like what they're doing with just a computer 
is really interesting. Yeah, it's the perfect yeah. uh, convergence of yeah, the, how the film is made with that conceit being it's all a computer screen, clever. The uh, scariness, the uneasiness throughout the film, well done. Mm-hmm. And then the inventiveness behind how the characters who die die because right. horror movies have to have body count. Um, also very clever. All three things like top notch to me. Right. Um, so yeah. Very they cool. do. There, there are little details that you'll notice. Hopefully, that are, I mean, to me, th- and this is such a simple visual trick. Oh wow, it's my own music. I was like, what's happening? Um, <laughs> th- something that is like so universally frightening is just someone sitting in the foreground and something moving in the background. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And like yes. they use that really simple trick through all those movies, and every single time I'm like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hereditary maybe having the greatest <gasps> single example of it ever. <sighs> So I want to see that again so badly. Me too. Uh, guys, we're over time right now. Please follow Chris and Charles on Twitter at Charles Rockhill at... Chrysopotamia. That's right. Chrysopotamia. Great name. <laughs> uh, please go download, uh, subscribe, and review all of that good stuff. Dirty little horror. And yeah, if you had any thoughts about today's episode, hashtag light trees and pod on twitter please go to lighttreason.news right now and hit that donate button if you're a fan of the show i am supported 100 percent by listeners like you did you hear one ad on this episode today not a single one you didn't Have you guys heard, heard of casper mattresses <laughs> they're great charles is my um <laughs> hu- what do i call you a hustler mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, you wait until I get a squatty potty. Oh, it's going to happen. For as little as $5 a month, support the show. All right, guys. I love you. Bye. While you're at it, get out there and cause a little trouble. Bam.